Welcome to another podcast at SliceOffice.com, brought to you by Madison Computer Works. Joining us now, Brian Lease from Madison Computer Works. What a year it's been, Brian. Oi, has it been a year? I love I the oi. I love the oi. Well, I hope you had a good vacation and are all rebooted. I am. I am. I saw my grandkids for the first time in two years. It was a wonderful thing. I mean, that COVID... I mean, they're growing up, but at least I got to see them. Wow, that's awesome. All right, so obviously, uh, and, and I hear this from anybody who sells product, this has affected everything from automobiles to computers to mm-hmm. snowblowers uh, to... Microwaves. My, you name it, uh, the furniture, it's affected uh, all of our advertisers. So you tell me, how's it going? Okay, so supply, obviously you're alluding to the supply chain issues that have plagued, you know, the, the computer chips and the industry itself. A lot of it has to do with uh, the, the problems with um, getting stuff from China, the chips, the tariffs and trade embargoes, the COVID. It actually began, uh, and, you know, even before COVID came with the tariffs in our industry, we were mm-hmm. shortages. Right. During COVID, shortages became rampant. Um, and at this point in time, um, it has seriously affected our ability to get product and, and prices themselves. So prices are going up and up and up. I'm told that's kind of across the board in almost all industries that there's like this superinflation that's going on because, you know, all the prices are going up. Well, in our industry, because of supply and demand, um, if somebody doesn't have something in stock, good luck getting it. You can find something that looks great online. But then you go to order it, and they say, oh, well, we're expecting them in in three weeks. Yeah, don't hold your breath. Um, if, if I don't have it sitting in stock here or my vendor says they've got it and can ship it right away, I, I don't even like to quote people at this point in time. Wow. Okay. So uh, that has not alleviated at all as things have begun to reopen? No, not yet. I mean, I'm hopeful that the supply chain will, will start to ease and everything. But, you know, it, it, it deals with the mining of rare earth minerals, the making of the chips, the, you know, the almost trade wars that are going on. There's a lot of factors involved with why it is this way. Now, it's not just new machines that, that it affects. I mean, parts can be very difficult. Um, you know, I, I can sit there waiting for a long time to get, I don't care if it's displays or printers or, you know, I, I mean, I'm putting orders in way ahead and of time just to have stuff here because trying to get it on the fly like everyone used to do is literally a thing of the past. All right. So um, that said, um, what do you recommend to consumers right now? Well, if, if you need something, I don't see the prices coming down this year. If you need it, you need it. You can't live without a computer as uh, COVID has so aptly demonstrated for everybody, it is um, a, a computer, you know, a Zoom slash computer world. Um, trying to do it on a phone is very difficult, if not impossible. So uh, laptops um, seem to be the rage. If some, if you need a laptop, just expect that at this point in time, those old four or $500 laptops are a thing of the past. You should be expecting to pay between $700 to $1,000 for a good laptop, and $700 on the cheaper end of a laptop. And, you know, what I've learned with my laptop, and I haven't come in yet to have them add a little more space for it, is uh, yeah. you got to really keep up with these things. 
so one of the things that people do, and probably because they don't know better, is they see a low price on a laptop, and they get these ones with small hard drives. It'll, like, it'll have 128 gigabyte SSD. Well, that's barely enough for the operating system and a few applications. Too small to use as a laptop. I mean, you're buying a laptop, the spareest minimum is 256 hard drive, and really you should be getting with the 500 gig. That'll give you at least enough room to load all your programs, get Windows updates, not constantly be choking on space. Um, so a 500 gig solid state hard drive and 8 gigs of RAM um, is what I would be recommending to anyone buying a laptop. So even if you bought a good laptop four or five years ago, uh, they're they're constantly doing upgrades, aren't they? Yeah, everything gets faster and more lost, still holds true, so it doubles in speed and power about every 18 months. Um, so, yeah, nowadays I would say the speed differential is so incredible between what was around five years ago. Um, there were solid state hard drives five years ago, but they were super expensive. And a lot of people were still getting spinning hard drives, you know, hard drives. Like the old style that have spinning platters and an arm that goes, it's been around for 15, 20 years. Um, solid states make all the difference in the world on solid state hard drives. I'm going to ask you to just adjust your phone just a little bit. You sound just a little muffled. So I'm going to oh, ask you sorry. if you can just adjust your phone just a little bit. All right. Is this better? Yeah, that is all good. Right. Okay. Yeah, good. Okay. So, uh, Let's talk a little bit about uh, the never-ending problem with scammers and malware out there. This seems to be an eternal problem that isn't going away. Okay. Um, well, one real quick thing I did want to mention on shortages. Video cards, because of crypto mining and cryptocurrency, are absolutely atrocious now. They are on super short supply. I get calls all the time of people saying, Oh, you got any high-end video cards and everything? The answer is no. Uh, nobody does. Um, getting video cards, you know, separate video cards, good luck. If you can find them, just get it in. Um, I've got a few of the lower-end ones, but the high-end ones for gaming and stuff like that are super expensive and almost impossible to get. That's okay. The kids should be outdoor, play outdoor playing anyway, right? <laughs> I'm with you there. I mean, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's Did you see that story where parents say that they don't think their kids have enough creative ability to play outside for more than a half hour? Man. Isn't that scary? I mean, you know, pre, pre the internet. Oh, wait, I don't want to date myself. Never mind. <laughs> well, you were around for it all. <laughs> I was. I'm older than dirt. Um, so, yeah. scammers. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's going on with scammers? So they went into overdrive during COVID. They got their systems down. Um, scammers, um, more than, than infections or malware, scammers trick you into letting them onto your system. They've got a lot of innovative ways of doing it. Um, the, the most common way is a, a big pop-up on your computer. You happen to just be on a site or whatever, and it pops up and says, Oh, there's, there's, we've detected a problem with your system. This is Microsoft or this is Apple or this is whatever. Call this number. A lot of times they'll lock that screen so you can't even close it down. And people panic and they call the number. And the people on the other end, they sound legitimate. Oh, yeah, this is Microsoft. We see there's been a pro there's a problem here. Um, I, I need you to go and, you know, go to this site and, you know, click on this. And 
In essence, you're letting them into your system. You're giving them control of your machine. But this is not Microsoft. This is not anything legitimate. The right move would be, if you can't get out of it, either to call up and if, if we've got a remote, we can, we can end the task. But if, if we don't have access to your computer, just turn the power off. Hold your power button in um, and turn it off. Don't give them, don't do what they say. Don't go to a website. Don't let them take remote control. Letting them into your computer is a horrible thing because they, now, nowadays, they really mess your machine up. I mean, they'll lock you out of it. They'll uh, make it uh, delete. I had three customers where they completely deleted everything in the user's profile, their desktop, their documents, everything, and then overwrote those areas so you can't even get the data back. I mean, they're malicious, and scammers have really slick methodology. Don't let anyone on your computer that you don't have a personal relationship with and know. It, remotely. It, it's remarkable that they've been able to shut down a, a pipeline, meat processing plants, yeah. right? So it isn't I just know. a mom and pop. No, and, and so that was, uh, that was more of a back doors that they found into the system. That's not the scammers. The scammers we think of, you know, phishing, people who call up, you know, and say this is Microsoft, or do a pop-up and, and whatever. No, that's not how they get into the pipelines and stuff. That they find a backdoor, an open, uh, an easy password to hack. Uh, um, somebody falls for a Trojan horse that gives them access. I mean, they have a lot of methods, but once they're in the system, then they can wreak havoc. And uh, that solar winds breach that happened last year that was so big, they got into so many systems and planted so many back doors. Um, it, it literally is is uh, it's kind of scary. I mean, if you if you know our industry and everything, how how deep they penetrate because they were going on. They had access for months and months and months. And I'm not talking just businesses. They had government access to you know systems and huge businesses and infrastructure. That is, I believe, sponsored by enemy states. But yeah, they they uh, they they really did get into our systems last year. What do you recommend for people as far as passwords? So a password should be at least eight characters. Um, should have weird, you know, a weird symbol or two, you know, like the symbols, like the at sign or a pound sign or whatever. Um, should have a number, and then it should have an uppercase and a lowercase letter. Now, you can still make it fairly easy, but just replace vowels with, certain symbols, like instead of an A, do an at sign, or, you know, instead of, um, you know, O's can become zeros, you know, that sort of a thing. Um, but make it something, don't, not something that would be in a dictionary or anything that can be looked up. It should be, you know, n nothing that would be in any, any place that, a, that someone can get at. And people have to have so many passwords now. <laughs> it's really well. I think uh, Favre uh, was it was a big one with a number after it. Uh, um, the, the word password itself, please don't use that. That's the most commonly hacked one. <laughs> oh my God! It is. Uh, it, it's an it, and it's an in interesting arms race. That that is for sure. Um, that is true. Right. So, uh, how much were you able to help people? Um, with your services at Madison Computer Works during this uh, pandemic, people that were working from home with the, the remote ability? 
Okay, so everyone needed to either Zoom or, you know, use Teams or get on remote meetings and everything. So we were very busy helping set people up to work from at home, whether it was for school or for business. Um, notebooks were the rage. Um, we had to either get their existing ones working or sell them new ones, um, teach them how to do it. We did everything remotely, so we were selling remote support plans so that we could assist them if they had a problem. If they had a big Zoom meeting, and it was critical, it's a meeting for them, they would call up and say, hey, I've got this issue, and we would remote in and, and help them to, you know, to get on their meeting or to get their Zoom or their teams working. So we have now, I hate to say thousands of people, but I mean, I think it is something like that, of people that utilize our remote support services. And once people go to it, they never want to go back because they want to be able to just call up and say, hey, I got this thing, can you help me? And, and not have to run it over here or, you know, set up an appointment or have us go there. I mean, so it's, it's all become remote on that sort of a thing. And if you're not good at setting up your remote printer with Wi-Fi, uh, they can do things like that as well. I may it's be speaking, amazing. as you know, I'm speaking for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I can't figure that. Well, a lot of people get the wireless printers and they say, well, you'd have to come out and do it. Well, we can pull up the manual, walk you through the buttons you hit on the printer to attach it to your Wi-Fi network, then remote into your computer and um, turn off firewalls and, and get the driver installed and make it all work. So we installed, I won't I hate to say tons, cause it's, you know, but, but tons of printers wirelessly during the pandemic because I was not sending my people on site unless there was a critical problem during, during COVID. All right. So now that so many people use Zoom and other methods, uh, mm-hmm. a, a lot of people wonder, well, you know, how good should my laptop be or how about notebooks? Okay. So, so if your notebook is slow or is older, your camera on it is going to be very greeny. Your, your volume might not be good on it. I mean, a lot of people want to use their old equipment and really should have been replacing it. Now, now that COVID is coming to an end or we're hoping it's over, right, um, the people can get away with not Zooming. A lot of people are going back to work. They're not working from at home. Or if they are at home, they're not doing it as much as they used to do it. So, you know, I, I would say that um, it's not as urgent to have, you know, high-quality uh, camera on it or the sound quality because if you're going into work, you're, you, you're at work, you don't need it. But if you're working part-time from at home, you should have a nice laptop. Now, a nice laptop with a high camera, I mean, like I said, they start around 7 I think we've got one at $749 right now, but that's what we've got at the moment. The prices are going up. Uh, it seems like every time I order... And like I said, if I don't have it in stock or somebody doesn't have it in stock, you really, I mean, it, it might be a lot by the time you get it. It might take quite a while. Don't wait for your machine to die when you really need it and then you can't get one. Um, a lot of these manufacturers that when they send it to you, like I know, you know, Dell does it or, you know, HP does it, they send them half pre-encrypted. What that means is your hard drive has uh, the Microsoft encryption enabled, so it's not writing it natively. And, and the importance of this is people don't realize it, and they start using these things they bought and everything, but they don't have a decryption key because they never finished setting it up. They, they just use it as it comes. So what, what 
this causes is suddenly they have a problem. Let's say an update doesn't go through and it won't boot. We can't get at their data. They're not saving their data to a normal oh. hard drive. It's a pre-encrypted hard drive. So when someone brings in a machine, let's say they bought a, I'm just throwing Dell out there or HP um, or Lenovo or whatever, and they bring it in here for us to configure, one of the things we do is either if, if they don't want the encryption on their hard drive, we, we turn it off so that it's storing natively on the hard drive. If they want the encryption, then we create a Microsoft account that saves the password up at Microsoft. So if something happens, we can get at the files and, and help them. But this half state that they ship in, that people don't realize that they have to do something, it is critical because when things fall apart and people don't have backups, Hard to do a miracle and get their files if it's it's impossible if it's half encrypted. Do people even know if they have have purchased a pre encrypted laptop? No, unfortunately, they don't. I mean, they can they can check. They can go to the start button, type encryption, see if it comes up and shows it as being encrypted or not. Um, heck, there's a, a DOS command line that'll tell you whether your hard drive is encrypted. It's you know, well, manage dash. BDE space dash, I'm, you know, status. I guess what I'm saying is no one's going to remember that or know how to do it, although you could look it up online. But in the command prompt, you could just type in a command that I was just saying, and it'll tell you the status of your hard drive. So when you buy a laptop at Madison Computer Works, uh, we, we configure everything. You configure so, you everything. Know, we're, we're not going to let it go out of here with encryption on. Or if you need encryption, we're going to make sure we have security to it. Other thing is we're making sure that our customers are getting some sort of a backup, whether it's an external hard drive or a flash drive that they can back up to, or at least having that discussion with them. A lot of people are doing automatic backup. And the pertinence of this is laptops can get stolen. They can get dropped and crashed. They can get encrypted by, by malware. But if you've got a backup, your data, you've got your stuff. We can get you up and going. You don't have your data. We can replace hardware is what I'm saying. We can't replace your data. So um, Carbonite is one that a lot of people went with during COVID. Uh, it's an automatic cloud backup, uh, very secure, HIPAA and FERPA, you know, and all these different, um, you know, standards of, 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 of encryption online. But it's safe is what I'm saying. You know, no one's going to get your data at Carbonite. So you um, you started it all this in the early 80s. How many times, well, right? Well, yeah, it was a typewriter business back yeah. then. But yeah, okay, right. okay. But Good. since then, how many times have you heard from people, I should have come here in the first place. I thought I was saving some money. Yeah, that's because that's, you can always go for low price in, in life. I mean, and so, you know, I, if, whether it was a big box, stores back in the 90s or online you get it dirt cheap or whatever but it's the knowledge and technology itself and how to use it and what you need to know um, that's important uh, to really know that people don't realize that that's what they give up so when you when you well besides when you don't buy locally you're hurting the local economy and taxes and all that sort of thing but um, when you go for lowest price you give up so much that it's so important with computers. This isn't like a refrigerator. You plug it in and away it goes. This is technology has a lot of information with it that is vital for you, you know, to, to be able to utilize it properly and safely. 
Well, actually, they're starting to make smart appliances. <laughs> well, okay, okay, I'm dating myself again. Uh, I'm going to tell you something. I bought a, I bought a, I bought a new used Suburban, uh, yeah. and the technology on that compared to my 2004, oh, I'm still learning it. Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, my car also, you know, with all the sensors and beeping and cameras, I mean, it's it's half computer. Everything's got computer chips in it now. Heck, I think they even sell toasters that have, you know, computers in them. It's uh, it's pretty remarkable. Uh, yeah. And, you know, since we're on this this topic, if, yeah. for me in this this you know, this site that I do podcasts on is all dedicated to workers. Yeah. I, I'm not only glad that I get awesome customer service, I'm glad that you respect your employees enough to, to make sure that they have health care and, and kept them working during this pandemic. That means right. a lot to me. Right. And I'm no, not I'm not virtue signaling here. I, it, no, it really I, does. It means a lot to me. No, we're, we're strong believers in... Um, taking care of the employees like we've, we've offered health care we used to be able to do the cadillac health care plan and unfortunately that kind of ended when the prices went through the roof and everything but we've always taken care of our customers uh, and, and our employees oh you there yes you bet oh you bet i'm sorry I'm well sorry. if you take care up. of your employees you're going to take yeah, good care employees. of your customers those things are kind I, of synonymous i meant they? employees yeah. but you know not enough coffee in the system yet so we've always taken care of our employees, you know, get offered the health care, offered, you know, the, the um, benefit plans, retirement plans. You know, we heck, we even do insurance. I think we've got dental care, too. It's just, you know, if something happens, people need that sort of thing. And since the government isn't providing it for our employees, we figured that we ought to. But, no, we can't do the Cadillac plans anymore. Now we, we they do have to get you know, either an HSA or pick a plan where they pay a little bit. No, we still do the bulk of it. You know, for, uh, for for customers that don't live in the immediate city of Madison, when you yeah. do come to town, it, it's, it would be a smart idea to take a little trip to Madison Computer Works and, you know, set up uh, an account where you can get yeah. help online. Actually, we open to the public again. We were, we were doing a curbside for the last year and a half, and now we just this last week, about a week ago, we actually opened our doors, uh, fixed up our sales floor and our everything, and let people back into our store. We were doing curbside even during the winter and everything. Um, so now you can actually come in, meet the people, meet Sophie, our dog, and everything, and, and, and Audrey, the other one. Um, and, yeah, um, we take care of people remotely now all over the country. I, I mean, I'm t- actually all over the world, um, overseas and everything now, because when people see what kind of, support we provide in our facilities and hear our story and how long we've been here and everything, they feel really comfortable, you know, with having us do it for them. And um, so they take it out. Or a lot of times people move. People move, like, from here to wherever, Montana, Arizona, and they're like, can we still use your services? And absolutely, as long as your machine boots and you can get on the Internet. Those are predicated. Otherwise, your machine doesn't boot or you can't get on the Internet, then we can't help you remotely. Um, and then they have to go into a, a, a computer store to see what's wrong with your machine. But, um, yes, we can take care of you. Brian Lease, Madison Computer Works. It has been awesome catching up with you. It's been too long, and this is a uh, perfect time to sort of catch up. Yeah, it was, right. and it is, and there's hope. So that, that gives me hope 
And uh, um, I'm really glad to be talking with you again. All right. Your phone number and uh, how do people get in touch with you? Where do they go? Okay. So our phone number is 608-231-8000. That is the easiest way to get hold of us. Um, Otherwise, I I would say, uh, I mean, you can come visit us. We're at 353 Island Drive, Madison, Wisconsin, of course. Um, uh, Otherwise through the internet just look up madisoncomputerworks.com there we are you can you can contact us on our page and everything and read about us brian lease madison computer works thanks for coming on sliceoffice.com hey thank you sly have a great day sliceoffice.com thanks a million bye-bye